Good morning from Sugar City Studios, beautiful historic Savannah, Georgia. Welcome to the North Point of View podcast, now airing in multiple counties in the state of Georgia. I think we're up to five counties. Walter, good morning. How are you? Good man? morning, Mark. How are you? <laughs> I couldn't resist. Yeah, you had we're to. Going, we're going global. I think we'll be in five counties here well, soon. Well, we got one guy in Maryland watching us. All right. That sounds good. <laughs> hey, there's the the buzz right now. The issue with construction is these commodity prices, right? Right. I'm just going to jump into it. We've been talking about it all week long. Every meeting we're in, it's like lumber, steel, people starting to hit the pause button on some things. And so I, I think the number is that, you know, steel in the last six months is, is more than doubled, right? Mm -hmm. Lumber, the same. A couple of questions. Number one, you know, other than, you know, tapering of, of demand, is there, is there any way that these commodity prices pull back and in specific the tariffs, you know, the, the thing with, dropping the steel tariff with the European Union, 25%. Mm -hmm. You know, is that enough to pull back? And, you know, what else can be done to mitigate the, the commodity prices? Yeah, let's just start with that. Uh, we've had tariffs on steel now for almost three years. Right. It was done under the Trump administration. Right. They have been recently rolled off for Canada, Japan, Korea, Brazil. Right. But that's not enough. A lot of this, we do consume a lot of steel from Europe, particularly in the auto industry. And uh, there is a 25% tariff on European steel, which I think Biden is close to uh, removing. He is going to Europe pretty soon on one of these economic discussion missions. And I think that will help a lot. That'll open up more steel being able to price itself competitively into the U.S. market. So so that will help, but I, I don't think it's still going to be enough. The, the problem we have globally is that manufacturing capacity is still not back to where it was before. Right. So, uh, and it's not the capacity, you can measure that through the capacity utilization. The only country that seems to be at, at or above a five-year capacity utilization peak is China. So I would argue that if you really want to crush the price of steel, you have to open up to imports from China. Uh, it's opening up Pandora's box there, right? Exactly. And then it's, I just, I don't think Biden administration is going to go there. And basically they are continuing to do the Trump policies. Yeah. And we've agreed we're, we're not ever going to get into politics on this, on this program. But in your opinion, that's been the right sort of tack for a long time. Yes. That we've got to address sort of all of our issues with China. Right. China promised a whole bunch of things back in the late 90s and has delivered on practically no things. They right. continue to behave, you know, like a, a typical underdeveloped country with a, you know, a despotic government. Right. It has to stop. You're too big for that. And the world is too big to kind of go back in history and under such a regime. But nonetheless, let's go back to the steel, though. So I was talking to our friend Jeff Jepson, and he said that about a year ago, steel would have cost you in a typical million square foot distribution center, four and a quarter, four and, four and a quarter yeah. dollars per yeah. square foot. dollars square foot, yeah. yeah. And then now it's what, $10.50? Yeah, it's the number we got this week. Yeah. But I can't remember what the total cost of us. Plus square the foot. fact of the delay, it's 10 to 12 months. Yeah. To get shipment. So it's cost and time. Exactly. And the problem is it's not just there. 
It's I have, a, I have a friend who's building a marina. He has to order special wood that's treated and same thing, 10 to 12 months. Now, I think that for deliveries out that far, I wouldn't agree to prices today because a lot of what's happening, and I've spoken to a lot of analysts about this, it's a supply side disruption. So once everybody is back to work, back to whatever, we'll have that manufacturing capacity there and prices should be coming down. Is the the labor issue you think is the underlying, the, the production yeah. capacity, that's the underlying issue. So whether you're talking the mills for lumber, you know, steel plants, steel mills, it's the labor component that's really constricting the, the supply. That is correct. It, it, it is, it is the, the lack of labor. You know, I'm a member of the Supply Chain Leadership Association, and I get to speak with the guys, the, comp- the 500 companies, about once a week. And uh, they have all complained. They cannot get enough people to come into work. It's just a common factor. But eventually, the unemployment benefits, you know, run out. The excuses of, you know, I don't want to get coronavirus start to run out. No. Right. And then well, I think we'll see things go back to normal. Now, we got to realize something. Prices are supposed to be high at this point of the cycle. This is the cyclical high, right? But what's happening is prices are excessively high. Yes. So that's, that's really what we're, we're, we're discussing here. It's not that steel shouldn't have, have risen in price because of, of higher demand, but it's risen too much because of shorter supply shortness. And the other thing we talked uh, about a few minutes ago was the connection to the commodity prices to transportation cost. Right. And that's, that's really a good point, Mark. Uh, transportation costs are, are excessively high across the board. About a year ago, it was about two to three thousand dollars to send a forty-foot container from Shanghai to to Los Angeles. And I just heard from a friend of mine at a three PL that a well-known retailer just paid thirteen thousand dollars. Wow! So just to get three X, three X plus. So yeah. it's like that. If you look at the Baltic Freight Index, which is the, it's the dry freight index. This is for bulk ships, mostly handy maxes and a couple of cape ma- cape sized ones. It is now at a I don't know how many years high, just shot up through the roof. The market right now for leasing vessels, we're seeing the bigger ones going for up to a hundred thousand dollars per day. So you have production. You have, you have strong demand. You have. Weakened production capacity. Yeah, limited supply. And now you have high transportation costs. Perfect storm. Exactly. And so we should be seeing some inflation showing up soon. I keep asking companies, are you raising prices to your customers yet? And I just heard that some of the furniture companies have started to do so. They just can't absorb it anymore. Maybe a great topic for our next podcast. So with that, we'll wrap it up for today. Thanks everybody listening to the North Point of View podcast. I look forward to talking to you guys soon. Thanks, Walter. Thanks, Mark. Take care. All right.